This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Today, we are going to discuss the benefits that accompany working with a financial advisor. Throughout my years in the financial service industry, um, I found that people everywhere, even those in the industry, they really have similar questions and concerns about working with an advisor. Many people don't understand what it's like to work with an advisor or they just incorrectly assume that they need to be wealthier than they are. You know, we're here to tell you that working with a financial advisor is an easy process and the idea of waiting to work with an advisor until you have money is really kind of silly because the whole idea behind working with one in the first place is to use the resources you have now so that you can build for your financial future. Uh, at this time, I'd like to welcome to the show our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How's it going, Tony? Well, Baron, great. This sounds like a great topic for our show today. I've had a good week. Thanks for asking. I've re I really enjoy this time of year, you know, starting to cool down a little bit as we head toward fall. And I just, uh, I've been keeping busy, but the, you know, that keeps me out of trouble. And of course, the highlight of my week is doing the radio show with you guys. Uh, I've really had a, a great one and I'm excited to be here. Uh, Simon, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Tony. Looking forward to the uh, nice weather this weekend that we've been having here lately. Getting out and doing some stuff outside. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I think this is going to be a good one because I know that uh, people uh, consider working with a financial advisor but just aren't sure about what it involves. Now, before we get into it, though, Baron, I haven't checked in with you. Uh, you've been busy, haven't you? Yep, been very, very busy, actually, though. Uh, this past weekend, I took it easy and relaxed for Labor Day weekend and just did some barbecuing, and uh, it was kind of nice. So getting back into the flow of things, um, this week has been a little busy, so I'm looking forward to another quiet, relaxing weekend. Oh, nice. Nice. Well, Baron, maybe you could start us off today for our show uh, by telling us some benefits uh, to working with an advisor as maybe opposed to doing it ourselves. Sure. Um, to put it into perspective, Tony, think of professional athletes. You know, even the best athlete in the world knows that a good coach can make all the difference between being good and just really getting to that next level and being great. The same thing is true when it comes to working with a financial advisor. You know, we can serve as the client's coach providing the client with guidance suited to their personal financial needs, and then hold the client accountable for achieving those financial goals that they set for themselves. Um, not only that, but financial advisors also have the training and the expertise that you need. 
financial advisors have expertise expertise that they've gained from working with a wide range of people um, with a wide variety of needs, um, like anywhere from college planning all the way to retirement. This experience typically gives them the ability to suggest options that you know you might not have even thought of on your own. Lastly, they give you time. They give you time to just do other things that you want to do. I mean, if you're a really big, you know, if you're really big into doing it yourself and prefer to do everything on your own, that can really be a huge time commitment uh, to ensure that your plan is being updated, that it's monitored all the time and that it's performing at its best capabilities. Another thing that do-it-yourselfers have to figure, you know, have to factor in is, you know, all of the husbands out there, have they relayed all of that information to their spouse? And then, you know, is that spouse going to be able to or even want to do it when, you know, the husband passes? I mean, typically the husbands out there, they all, you know, they like doing it themselves. So really, is the wife, is she going to be able to, you know, do it herself when he passes? Um, if the relationship with an advisor had already been established, she would have someone that she knows and is comfortable with to continue giving her advice about her finances. Good point. I mean, obviously, uh, you need to look at it and approach it as a couple. Uh, the more uh, just one person is involved and the other is shut out, the more problematic that could be uh, in case of the a loss of a spouse, which eventually could happen. And um, that's not something we like to think about. But Baron, you're right. You've got to plan ahead. Now, Simon, I have a question for you. I've heard about the so-called robo-advisors where you're not actually meeting with somebody in person, but it's online and it's a computer that you enter your data and it spits out uh, a plan or some ideas for you for retirement. Um, what are the benefits of working with an actual person rather than using a robo-advisor? Well, Tony, you know, I have to say that the robo-advisor was a clever invention. There's so much emphasis these days on low fees and just investing money and letting it grow. Kind of that Vanguard method and something that they've made popular over the years. And while it's true that fees matter and that in certain time frames, low index funds will do, likely do kind of just as well as the market or any other advice out there. That's only true of certain time frames. You know, the market's cyc cyclical research shows that that approach only works about half the time. So what about the other half? You know, the reality is, is that working through a financial plan ultimately comes down to human behavior, human nature. And robo-advisors aren't positioned, you know, by their proponents to provide the same cookie cutter advice kind of to everyone at a much lower fee. And with computer models, they can certainly use formulas to determine proper asset allocation based on your age and goals and other characteristics. But your investment allocation isn't the only part of the picture, as we've talked about many times. What about tailoring that to your, you know, your overall goals and the plan and doing what specifically uh, meets your individual needs for a specific concern or situation? You know, the robo-advisors, not doing that in conjunction with your taxes, your estate planning, it's not helping you differentiate between Roth IRAs versus a traditional versus non-qualified accounts and the different tax considerations and benefits there. You know, the other thing to consider is what happens in a scenario like 2008 when the market seems to be in a free fall and pe people are out there panicking, you know, 
can you reach out to your robot there and prevent you from, you know, can it prevent you from making a rash decision? You know, it's not likely. You don't get that one-on-one kind of interaction there. You know, a financial advisor, however, they're going to be able to make sure you make wise investment decisions that you aren't based solely on algorithms or kind of just a predetermined asset allocation. You know, they'll know specifically you and how the current conditions will affect your own personal financial plan and how to best navigate that specifically to each individual situation, you know, as far as their clients go individually. I was reading a recent survey from Vanguard and they found that people who work with a financial advisor could experience as much as an additional 3% investment return over the long run over those who don't. And that's coming directly from Vanguard. This difference was in part attributed to the behavior coaching that the advisor provided to their clients, Tony. Yeah. And that's, wow, what a great point. And I would agree with you. There's no replacing actual personal contact and somebody, a financial advisor who's a fiduciary who can get to know your specific personal situation, uh, feelings on the issue. And those are just things that don't translate over a computer when you're typing in information. Now, Baron, when would you say is the right time for somebody to start working with an advisor? Well, I mean, the sooner the better, really. You know, even once you get your first professional job just right out of school, I think it's really smart to sit down with a financial advisor at that point and discuss your goals. I mean, I wish that there were classes being offered um, in high school regarding financial planning so it could kind of start me on that track, you know, back when I was in school. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case back then. It wasn't really offered back then. You know, sometimes people think that they need to put money toward uh, emergency funds or paying off school loans or buying a new home or car. And they put those funds just sitting in the bank only. And while those are definite things that you have to plan for, um, they don't, you know, they tend to put those things ahead of investing. But those are actually all the things that an advisor can help you work toward. Even if you're living paycheck to paycheck, it may be worthwhile to engage with a financial advisor so that they can help you find ways to free up some money in your budget to kind of start doing that planning again, the sooner the better. Right. And I think that's huge. Now, how much money then do we have to have, Simon, to work with an advisor? Well, that's a good question, Tony. As Baron opened up with, that's something a lot of people are concerned about and kind of aren't aware too much or make the wrong decisions or assumptions there. And it does vary, you know, across the industry and across the advisors out there. There are certainly advisors that'll have a minimum of investable assets to be able to work with. But many are looking to develop long-term relationships, though. So, you know, if you're starting out and dedicating to saving over the long term and contributing along the way, many will see the potential value in working for a little bit up front in order to help get you on track and the value that it'll have for both of you over the long run. You know, it's less about where you are now than where you want to be in the future. And there are plenty of good financial advisors out there that are willing to help no matter how much you have. I would always recommend seeking out an advisor that is in tune with your specific needs and situations and, you know, find somebody that you're comfortable working with and make sure that they're comfortable working with you. Right. And I think that's a great point as well. So I think, you know, it makes sense. Unfortunately, we have to take a quick break right now. Do you have anything you'd like to share, Baron, before we do? Well, only just that when you choose to work with a financial services professional, 
you know, they're able to assist you in creating a financial plan that's going to work for your unique situation. We'd like you to visit our website at www.wellingtonadams.com or please feel free to call our office at 855-793-2409. And actually, Tony, uh, today our offer will be for the first 20 callers. Um, Just leave a message and we will sit down with you to provide a complimentary consultation so that we can begin to put together a comprehensive plan for you. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald right after this. Are you having trouble understanding Social Security planning? Many factors influence your benefit. Depending on your unique situation, there are filing strategies that may affect your benefit. Let Wellington Adams Investment Advisory provide you with direction to this decision by claiming your complimentary guide to Social Security. Give our office a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory and our co-host, Tony Shore. The title of this show is Working with a Financial Advisor, What to Expect. In the first segment of the show, we talked about the benefits of working with a financial advisor, why you may want to work with a person rather than a robo-advisor, and the amount of money that you need to work with an advisor. Well, yeah, and it's been a great discussion so far, Baron. Good point. Good show. I appreciate the recap. Now, how would you recommend that we go about finding the right advisor? I mean, that's key. There are certain things we need to look for, right? Sure. Um, Actually, our team meets new clients primarily through referrals and introductions from existing clients or other professionals that we've developed relationships with. Um, We also put on educational events that people are very interested in learning more about topics and that helps create new relationships. I would actually highly encourage anyone that's looking for an advisor to do the same. You know, talk to your family, uh, your friends, colleagues, ask them if they're working with an advisor that they would recommend. Um, Also, you know, we would like to advise you to probably, we want to get two or three different financial advisors to sit down with just so you can kind of help determine which one you feel the most comfortable with and that you feel that they're most in tune with what you're looking to accomplish. Well, and I think that's it. That's really good. That's good advice and important. So what would you say, Simon, uh, that we should look for in an advisor? Well, Tony, there are a number of things that you should look for. You know, first and foremost, are they properly licensed and registered, of course? You know, you want to work with someone that's able to work with insurance Uh, securities and investments, and any other specific financial products that you might need uh, specifically for yourself. Designations and experience are another one. You may want a certain designation if there's a particular advanced niche uh, you're needing help with. For instance, we have an excellent attorney who is specifically certified in elder law care that we work with. So when it comes to the unfortunate situations of a client going into a nursing home or needing some significant in-home coverage, and they're concerned about losing their assets and protecting the surviving spouse, we bring in Jeff Palomo into the equation to give us some help. Experience goes a long way as well, obviously. You know, if our advisor, you know, if you have an advisor that hasn't been in the business for more than at least 10 years right now, 
that they wouldn't know what it's like to go through a major market correction or decline. And they wouldn't have experience in navigating that and walking their clients through it. If you think about it, 2008 was nine years ago. So as well as that, the uh, other part is being part of a team. Although many advisors work solo, the latest trend is to work as part of a team. There are a few advantages to this approach. You know, first they can bring in teammates to help deal with specific questions. You know, I gave the example of the attorney earlier. You know, likewise, we have a great CPA that we work hand in hand with. I also just know specifically, you know, when it comes to Medicare, I just know the basics about Medicare, supplemental and advanced plan or advantage programs. But Baron is an expert on that. He's done it for a number of years. And each year he goes through the rigorous licensing process on the requirements that are involved. So any of the clients that that comes up with for me, I just refer them over to him once they get to that age or retire from work or hit age 65. And he'll help over, n- navigate them through that overwhelming mess that they have to deal with at that point. You know, the second advantage to working with a team is that the advisors, that, that shows that there's always someone available if the primary advisor isn't available at the moment, you know, whether they're on vacation or having some health issues or something comes up, that's always nice. It's good to have backup and support and it helps clients feel at ease, not only knowing when their person's on vacation, if they need something, but also something unexpected would happen that there's somebody there to fall back and help guide them through those next few steps. As a final thought, you want someone that you're comfortable with. Of course, a relationship with a financial advisor can be measured in decades. So it's worth taking the time to find the right person, Tony. I imagine it is, and I think that's a great way to look at it. Now, Baron, what should we expect when we meet with an advisor for the first time? I know that uh, everyone loves you, of course, when they meet with you, right? Absolutely, Tony. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All kidding aside, I mean, typically we start out by just introducing our firm, uh, describing the type of clients we work with, and exploring how we might be uh, of service to that particular new client. From there, we'll discuss the client's goals, uh, objectives, time horizon, liquidity needs, things of that nature. We also get a feel for what they define as a successful relationship in working with us, You know what that would be, and what they're looking for from us, and if they feel comfortable. If at that point, you know we're kind of all on the same, ba- same page, we begin talking about the details of their current financial situation. Well, and I think that's that's interesting. I'm glad you uh, pointed that out. Um, uh, you know, people just don't know. Some some people are apprehensive because they just, you know, it's like a mystery. They don't know what to expect or is it is somebody going to try to sell me something? And I think people have a lot of inaccurate um, thoughts about what it's like. So I appreciate you guys explaining that. And I have some more questions for you, but we have to take a quick break. Now, Simon, do you have any closing comments before we take this break? Well, you know, Tony, our goal at Wellington Adams is just to help the clients accomplish their income goals and set them up with the tools and accounts that they'll need to succeed in reaching their retirement dreams. As Baron mentioned earlier, I think for the first 20 callers uh, today, 20 listeners that we have out there that reach out to us, We will do a complimentary consultation, no obligation, sit down, help them outline some of these goals, uh, provide some time with them to kind of walk through what their needs are. You can reach out to us on the web, of course, and check us out at wellingtonadams.com and give us a call then at 855-793-2409. All right. Well, thanks. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more 
of Simon Hilliard and Baron Fitzgerald right after this. Your financial data may be more vulnerable than ever. Criminals are able to purchase high-tech machines capable of skimming your credit card information from as far away as 25 feet. Protect your credit card information using an RFID data blocker card that can help prevent criminals from wirelessly skimming your data. Call Wellington Adams Investment Advisory at 855-793-2409 or visit wellingtonadams.com to learn how to get your complimentary RFID card today. And welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of the show titled Working with a Financial Advisor and What to Expect. Uh, We've been discussing the different aspects of working with a financial advisor. In our previous segment, we discussed how to go about finding the right financial advisor, um, what you should look for in choosing an advisor, um, what to expect in the first meeting, And that it's good to have uh, a firm that you're working with that has perhaps a few different advisors that work together so that they can kind of rely on each of their expertise in um, helping provide that information to the client. As Simon had mentioned earlier, um, I have a little bit of expertise in the Medicare side. There are things that he has expertise that I need a little bit of help with to fall back on him. And it really works very well when you're working with a couple of different advisors or at least can go talk to one of the other advisors when the primary advisor isn't around. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's yeah. We've covered a lot of ground. You guys have uh, really given us a, an insight into the process and what to expect. Um Baron, maybe you could give us an idea of how often we need to meet with an advisor. Uh, Sure, Tony. Typically, when we start working with a new client, uh, we'll have quarterly phone conversations um, the first year just to basically each quarter go over the accounts, uh, answer any questions that they may have. And then thereafter, from that point, as a general rule of thumb, you want to meet at least annually with your advisor uh, to review your plan and situation. I also recommend uh, meeting with the client or with your advisor whenever you have a change in job, uh, your income changes, or if your marital status changes. Sometimes I'll even meet quarterly with my clients, you know, to ensure that I'm up to date with their current situation. Some, you know, clients want to meet a little bit more often. Some clients, you know, are comfortable with just meeting annually. It really is kind of up to whatever the client feels comfortable with, especially in the beginning stages of the relationship. And of course, always we're happy to, you know, we do take phone calls from the clients or we'll call the clients if there's something in particular that needs to be discussed regarding their portfolio. Well, and that's, see, that's very helpful. Now, how can we get the most out of our meeting with our financial advisor? Well, Tony, if they're meeting with someone new, or this is the first time kind of getting started with a financial advisor and stepping out and working with a financial professional, you know, one of the best things people can do is go with an open mind and an open book. You know, be prepared to discuss what's important to you openly and honestly, and be open to new ideas and suggestions. You know, Don't take things as a criticism. Take it as a chance to learn and find out something new. You know, As far as being prepared goes, I would suggest spending some time prior to the meeting thinking about your goals and objectives not just your financial goals, but also your life goals. This will help guide the discussion. It'll make sure that you get the most out of it personally. Oftentimes we have people that we sit down with that you can tell have done this, Tony. They sit down, they're prepared, they've given some thought to things, and it makes it much smoother. On the flip side, we have people that come in, they're hesitant, like you pointed out earlier, they're afraid somebody's just going to sell them something, 
and they don't want to open up and it makes this process a little bit slower until they get more comfortable doing that. So, you know, be prepared and come in with that open mind. You know, beyond that, it's good to have a working understanding of your own savings, expenses, you know, kind of roughly what's in your different accounts is. If you have some insurance coverage or other general information that would be helpful at a first meeting. But if you don't, and you don't know as much as you think you should, or you don't feel prepared as you think you should be at this stage of your life, don't let that deter you. You know, remember, that's why you're going there, Tony. So go go and take the advantage of the situation as best you can. Well, and that's that's great advice. Now, is it safe to say then that financial advisors aren't just for investing? Well, yeah, Tony. Actually, there's a common misconception that financial advisors are only helpful, you know, for managing investments. But there, there's really a lot more than just that. I strongly believe that in order to have a successful financial plan, you really need to be working with someone who does more than just manage the investments. I mean, for example, insurance can be a big piece of the plan. Legal documents like wills and legal powers of attorney need to be put in place. An advisor may not be able to do these for you um, in of themselves, but they can help you understand how they all work together to form a solid foundation for a financial future. As Simon mentioned before, you know we make a, a point of working with uh, particular CPAs in the area. Uh, we also have a great, great relationship with a. a he mentioned before Jeff Balomo, who is a certified uh, elder estate attorney. So having these kinds of relationships really helps put together a solid plan, a solid foundation for the client. You know, no matter how good an advisor is at helping you manage your investment portfolio, if you experience, for example, a situation like death or disability or even a lawsuit, you know, that can drastically change your financial plan in a heartbeat. So it's really important to um, work with a financial advisor who can provide and should provide a more holistic relationship that's going to support you in all aspects of your life. Well, and that is, that's really important. Now, unfortunately, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, we're just hoping that the listeners today got something out of the show and have a better idea of the benefits that are out there um, with working with a financial advisor. You know, if you're feeling overwhelmed with the amount of planning and calculations that accompany all the aspects of retirement, feel free to reach out to us and we'd be happy to work with you. As we mentioned earlier, for the first 20 callers today, we'll do a complimentary, no obligation uh, consultation with everyone. Sit down go over the specifics, help them outline some of these goals, give them a chance to talk with us and see if it's a fit. You can reach out to us at 855-793-2409. You're also welcome to check us out online at wellingtonadams.com. Again, that's 855-793-2409. Join us next week, same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.